Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello there, Diana Curtis here, and I am your host of the Growing Through Grief podcast. Welcome back to another season. We're moving into season two of the podcast and know that it will be an exciting year of learning and growing and healing. And you can expect some thought-provoking conversations around the many ways that grief and loss affect your day-to-day life. It doesn't matter your struggle or your challenges. We've got you covered. So get ready to listen to special guests from around the world talking about difficult topics in a safe, gentle, and compassionate way. Now, we're still at the beginning of a new year, and I must share that this year has been one of newness and a bit difficult in some sense for me. Not difficult in the sense that life is turned upside down, or I'm struggling, or things are just caving in on me. But it does feel like a tsunami of releasing and releasing and releasing is happening. It's like that storm has opened up my insides and everything is just rushing out. So much has happened and I am being very deliberate and allowing myself to feel sadness. Yes, that's my go-to. That's my go-to emotion, sadness. And I'm allowing myself to feel it more than ever before. And for those of you who continue to ask yourself, why am I so angry? Why am I so angry? Well, the experts are saying that underneath that anger is sadness. That's all it is. So my sadness is mostly about relationships. Isn't that the one that trips us up the most? Sadness around separation and real authentic connections with family and friends. You know, I'm talking about those real relationships, those real connections, not the surface level connections that will always be around. They will always be around. But I'm talking about the ones that are real, that feel connected. Again, those surface level relationships, you know, the ones I'm talking about, where it's an unspoken rule that if you don't touch my wound, I won't touch your wound. If you don't call me on my stuff, I will call you on your stuff. 
There is no growth or deepening of relationships in that, right? Well, my soul is calling me to something deeper. There's a deeper urging inside of me, inside of my heart to connect authentically and deeper in ways that feels truthful and compassionate at the same time. So I'm all in for feeling these emotions and there's no hypocrisy going on here. Because you know, I tell my clients all the time, I tell you the listeners all the time, how important it is to be with those emotions, even the raw one. Yes, the ones that, that are gut-wrenching, painful. And then support yourself in getting out of the story of what happened. Somebody may have said or done something to you. Yes, that is true. Something did happen. But the real game starts when you begin to focus less on what they did and focus more on how what they did is making you feel. Ouch. That's big, isn't it? And it's not easy. Yet, if you're ready for change, if you're ready for something new, and you're ready for transformation in your life, that's the only way out. You must go through it. You must go through some things, some feelings, some emotions. You must be uncomfortable first. And then get back in your body where all the magic is happening. Getting back in the body is an inner process. And again, it's about placing less focus on the external things, on those people, and more focus on what's happening inside of you. Because that's what's going down in your mind and inside of you. You know what? That's what I've been doing for the past few weeks. And it's beautiful, yet it's hard, it's difficult, it's uncomfortable. So recently, in the early, early morning, I sat on a stool in my bathroom. And I put my head in my lap and suddenly I noticed what looked like a drop of water on the stone floors. And it was clear and looked like one drop of water. I suddenly realized it was a teardrop. I was crying without realizing it. My body was releasing something that no longer wanted to be inside of me. So I deliberately sat with the moment. I connected to my body and the emotions just began to rush out. They moved in and they moved out. That releasing and that purging, oh, so beautiful. Letting go of that old stuff. It will let you know when it's ready to come up. So allow it to come up. It was a beautiful experience and I immediately felt lighter and stronger. And it motivated me to be more excited about staying in my body, staying in the flow of life, living fully connected to myself, all of me, my thoughts, my emotions, the essence and the core of who I am, and definitely my physical body. Now, as exciting as that sounds, I know the journey will not be peaches and cream, yet I'm in completely, totally, and fully. What about you? What came up for you when you heard me speak about my pain and the rewards of releasing the emotions trapped inside of me? 
Are you ready to listen to what your emotions are telling you? Are you ready to let the feelings just move in and move out so that you can grow? It really is a beautiful experience on the other side. And I'm realizing more and more and more. The more I let go, the more I grow. So let your emotions move you to a place of growth. And the other side of your growth period might look similar to mine, which is self-compassion, self-trust, and self-forgiveness. Or it could potentially look totally different. But come on, come on. Let's get back in the game. Feel what it is you need to feel. Then celebrate your growth, your change, your transformation. You might notice, like me, the more you grow, the less people you have in your life. And that's not very satisfying, especially when you love being with people. Yet, oftentimes, it's necessary to step back and away from the critics who are draining your life. My spiritual advisor calls them energy vampires. They take all of your energy and drain your blood from you. They want you to do more in their life than they're willing to do in your life. So think about this. Why not just be grateful for having one or two quality relationships with people who see you, who hear you, who's willing to help you stand tall and feel safe in a very chaotic world? You know they have your back and your heart feels safe with them. You're not concerned about them beating you up with their criticism and their blaming and judging of you. And if they do, begin to just see them as associates. If necessary, hold a place of love for everyone. But it doesn't necessarily mean you, they have to be in your space often. Now, I know it's harder when it's a family member, right? Because we long for deep connections. And your family members may be okay with their same patterns of relationships, their same habits. The situation is you've grown. You're not the same person that they knew 30 years ago. But they see you as that same person. But be okay with that. And be okay with yourself if it's not possible to be in the relationship the way you would like for it to be. You know... I just can't leave you right there. There's more, right? Let me ask you this. Are there people in your family or others that you love dearly but haven't spoken to for years or months and you miss them, yet you don't want to get caught up in the trap of giving all of yourself and receiving little to nothing back? You're going for joy in your life and you have some doubt if there will ever be a happy place for the two of you to land. Will you ever be able to experience that peace, joy, and happiness in the relationship that you're craving? You know that relationship doesn't provide a soft, warm blanket for either of you. You don't feel safety or supported, and they don't feel safety or supported. And yeah, you might feel that you've done all that you can do or all that you're willing to do in this moment. Your job is to continue to hold a space of love and harmony for yourself 
and that other person. Here's something else you can do. Check in with yourself to see if you're running the same old story in your head. That same old story that the person didn't do this or that, other person would never do this or that. Or you'll never be able to satisfy that person in the relationship, whatever it is, you know, the blah, blah, blah. Ask yourself, how old is that story? How old is that belief? Let me share two stories with you. One is about a mother-daughter relationship. And then I'm going to share a real life story about myself. So I had not heard from my spiritual sister for months. And she reached out and she said, Diana, since we spoke last and I shared with you the anguish and the pain around the disconnect with my mom and me, guess what? We have reconnected. And as you know, we have been estranged for many, many years, but I'm spending the entire month with her. Now, you might imagine how that pierced my heart with joy and excitement. She and I went on to talk about how miracles unfold when you allow the darkness of unforgiveness to lift off of you, maybe just enough, as much as you can do, to breathe in the light of forgiveness. Release the unforgiveness and breathe in the light of forgiveness. How powerful is that? So, so magical. Now, I started the conversation sharing how life was a little difficult for me and it's not as smooth as I'm used to. So why is that for me? Well, my soul has been calling me to experience more deeply the pain of my three-year-old self, the pain that she must have felt when mom died, the pain of knowing what my three-year-old was going through. And what about the eight-year-old, the 10-year-old, the 12-year-old? How did we feel without mom? So it was on January 25th that I gave myself permission to do just that, to sit in the pain to sit in the pain as my three-year-old self, my eight-year-old, 10-year-old, my 12-year-old self, all of my selves, to sit in that pain and experience my little self, my younger self. Now, I know mom is never coming back. I did this for my three-year-old self, who was totally, totally clueless and had no idea what was going on. I asked her, I let her speak and allowed her to share what it was like to lose mom at age three. You know, sometimes you have to crawl up in a fetal position and just let it rip. I let those raw emotions of the pain rip. I let them ripple through my body. Now the phrase rip, R-I-P, we're used to hearing that phrase as rest in peace. You know what? It was in that moment that I allowed it all, all of the pain, the emotion, the beliefs, I allowed it all to rip, to just rest in peace. I felt better. I felt lighter and more connected as I allowed 
my body to just rest and for all of that stuff to just come pouring out to release it so that I could just rest in peace around it all. And I'm continuing to do this each day or however often I need to. I am allowing the pain of it all to just rush in and out and rest in peace. When the emotions want to come up, I welcome them. I release them one breath at a time. Now, let me say this again. That was difficult. Yes, even for a grief counselor with tools, it's difficult. But when I came out of it, I opened my eyes and my heart was wide open and felt more receptive to life more than ever before. Life feels different in so many ways for me. Hmm. It's so sweet to be able to express self-compassion for my three-year-old that still shows up in pain, that still hurts. Having deeper compassion for my 16 and my 17-year-old pregnancy. Deeper compassion for the daughter that was born with a young mother like me who had no clue as to how to be a mother. So I'm having deeper compassion for all of my daughter's parts that were not nurtured and nourished as she deserved. And we both continue to nurture those past hurts and disappointments, disappointments that created protective parts within us. For me, those parts look like strong boundaries. Don't cross that line. Disconnect from people. Perfection. Got to get it just right, Diana. And oh, yes, being a fixer. Someone is hurting. Oh, it's my job to fix them. When really the reality is, the truth is, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. But yes, when I was complete in that moment, it was so much clear to me that I needed to be in relationship with all of my parts, those parts that are protecting me so that I don't spread my stuff on other people. And yes, there will be lots and lots of more tears. And I love tears. These are tears with a purpose attached. I'm not crying just to be crying. And those tears will continue to follow me. But I'm more connected to my body, to my emotions, and to my process. You see, you have your own protective parts too. But the question is, do you know what they are? Do you judge them harshly? Do you understand that they're coping mechanisms to keep you safe? When you were a child, we formed these coping mechanisms as children. When we had no voice, when you had no voice. So can you be grateful for them? Can you thank them for getting you to this place where you are today? Remember, it's important to heal those parts so that you don't hurt others. Are you overly sensitive, angry? Are you a people pleaser? Do you have the strong boundaries? Are you controlling? Do you lash out at others? Well, okay. Are you ready to do something different? Are you ready to transform those parts so that they're serving you better? So that you can live your life, really live your life. And then you live the rest of your life just being curious about those parts as you heal them. As a grief counselor, 
I'm here to help you come back alive in your soul. You know, many of you are dead, neck down, because of past life hurts and disappointments. You know if you're not experiencing life. You know that you wake up every morning doing the same old thing that you did 30 years ago. You know that you're having the same old thoughts, living in the same old story with the same beliefs. And maybe you are experiencing chronic pain in your body that you've experienced for decades. And you're tired, right? You know it's time to grow. You know it's time to grow through this experience we call life. Remember the teardrop that I talked about earlier? I learned so much about myself from that one teardrop simply because I allowed myself to touch those tender places in my heart. Now, here's the thing. I'm not doing this alone. I have attracted a supportive, compassionate, I'll call it a wraparound system. I'm in a community with others, primarily therapists, and we're doing life together. We're growing together. And as I learn, I teach. As I experience what my soul is calling me to do, I share it. As I clean up and clear out the stuff, I will continue to share it with my listeners and share in a gentle, compassionate way. Nope, it will not always be easy, but it's definitely possible. And you can have fun in the process. Live your life in the process. I know, right, really live life. What I'm doing here on this podcast is part of my living my life to the fullest. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful for you because I know without you, I would just be talking to myself. So the intention of the podcast is to help you live a life of purpose, no matter your situation. Live on purpose in a way that even death can't stop you from living your life. Yes, death will happen. The mourning, the grieving process must unfold in your own unique way. Yet, you don't have to check out of life completely. Continue to breathe the breath of life, one breath at a time. I'm reminded of one of my clients. When she comes on the call, she asks, Diana, what do you have for me today? And I laugh and I give that question right back to her. And I ask the same exact thing. What do you have for me today? I give the question back to her to answer so that she feels empowered, so that she's reminded that this is her session. This is her life. And I'm just here to guide the process and give her powerful tools to navigate through life more easily. The bottom line is we're both ready. She's ready to transform her life, and I'm ready to support her in that transformational process so that she can shift and release that stuff that's holding her back from creating the life that she truly deserves, that she truly desires. The point here is, know what your intention is for everything. Everywhere you show up, know why you are there. Every class, every conversation, every purchase, whatever, know your intention for doing so. Be clear about your intention. 
In fact, why are you listening to this podcast? Are you getting your questions answered? Are you gaining valuable tools here? You know what? If not, that's a simple fix. Email me at diana at coachingtotheheart.org. That's diana at coachingtotheheart.org. And ask me a question or recommend an episode, and I will surely get back with you. This podcast is part of my life purpose. Now, here's some good news. This season, I'm going to be doing episodes on Ask the Specialist, that would be me, and Ask the Therapist, that would be Dr. Sean. You would get different perspectives on the same questions. So send your questions my way. And remember, you can also learn more about what I do, how I do it, from my website. And that is coachingtotheheart.org. Hopefully you receive something valuable during this conversation. Just remember what one teardrop, setting intentions, and having clarity about your life purpose. What that can do to move you forward in life. Yes, we're wrapping up another episode. Again, welcome back to season two. Don't forget to send me your questions to diana at coachingtotheheart.org and listen to a future episode and listen for your question to be featured and answered by myself, the specialist, and Dr. Sean, the therapist. In the meantime, remember, the more you let go, the more you will grow. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.